This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. G'day. Before we get into the episode, if you tuned into News Club last week, you'll know there was big news in our world in the past few weeks as Meta looks to retreat from news in Australia. It's a decision that has a few outcomes, but one that is possible is that Meta might pull news content from Facebook and Instagram altogether. They have form. What it means for news publishers like The Squiz, well, it's a bit unsure, but we're doing a bit of reflecting. To help us, we're asking you to please take a quick survey for us. A link to do so is in your episode notes. It's seven questions, two minutes of your time, but the information could really help us steer the ship as we look towards the future. When we asked Squizzers what more they want from us recently, you overwhelmingly said international news. So this week, we're going for two shortcuts, the first of which is the Thai elections. In the lead-up, it was foreshadowed as being the most unpredictable in two decades. And now we're on the other side of Thailand's election that was held last Sunday, and the result has been called extraordinary. So in this episode of Squiz Shortcuts, we're going to get you across who's in the big race, what the count is pointing to, and what happens next. I'm Alex Tai. And I'm Claire Kimball. Claire, this election was a biggie for our region. Thailand is the second biggest economy in Southeast Asia, so we have an interest in the nation being stable. But as the reports started coming through early this week, I felt like we needed to take a step back and understand who all these players are. Yeah, it's a good point because there's some overlapping stories in Thailand's politics Mm. that once you get your head around it, it makes it a bit easier to understand exactly what's gone down there. So coming into this election, there was a period of sustained protests against the incumbent government and the monarchy. And it takes a lot of guts to do that in Thailand. Mm. It has laws to jail people who speak out against the king. Uh, And we've done a squish shortcut actually on all of that from when the big protests kicked off in 2020. And that was led by the country's young people. I'll stick a link to that shortcut in the episode notes so you can have a listen to that after this if you want. Claire, let's get across who's who in this election, and we'll start at the top with Prayut Chanocha. He's the former army chief who came to power in a 2014 coup and leads the United Thai Nation Party. Yeah, he won the nation's disputed elections in 2019 after that coup, and he's considered a hardliner within the military. And it's important to understand how he came to power. Uh, Before that 2014 coup, he helped overthrow the government that was led by Thaksin Shinawat. Uh, That was in 2010. And then four years later, he booted out Thaksin's sister, Yingluck, uh, out of office in that coup. Yes, and that is something that Prayot Chanocha said that he wouldn't do. That's a nice segue for us to introduce the Fur Thai Party, which translated means four ties. Yeah, so it's led by the daughter of former Prime Minister Thaksin Shinawat. Her name is Praetontan. Uh, she's 36 years old and she had a baby just a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Both Peitong Tan and her party topped the polls as they headed to vote on Sunday. And then there's the Move Forward Party. Going in, they were billed as the gravest threat to the establishment. Yeah, so it's led by leader Peter Lim Jaronrat. Uh, It was a party that was born of the youth movement against the government, the monarchy and the military's heavy hand on democracy in Thailand. It was considered the party that the nation's youngest and most progressive citizens could support in that election. 
And Claire, they certainly, certainly did. There are many other parties in this election, but for the purposes of today, those are the main ones to know. So actually, let's get on to the results of the vote. The race has been run. There are 500 seats in the nation's House of Representatives. So, Claire, what do we know about the results? So, the party that got the most votes was Move Forward, and that was a real shock. Mm. They're looking to hold at least 152 seats. And another opposition party came in a close second. That was for a tie with at least 141 seats. Keep in mind that it won the most seats in the 2019 election, but was prevented from taking power. Claire, I saw the BBC characterise it as a political earthquake that represents a significant shift in public opinion, this result that has the two opposition parties leading the vote. Yeah, so there really has been a wave of support for those opposition parties and a big move away from the military-aligned government. Mm. Uh, For Prayot Chinucha and the United Thai Nation Party's part, they came in fifth with 36 seats. So for those two parties with the most seats, Furtai has said it agrees to join Move Forward and four other smaller opposition parties to give them a coalition of more than 60% of seats in the House of Representatives. 60% of seats, so they've won government, right? Wrong, Alex, and (laughs) that's not how it works in Thailand. Mm. Uh, There's a lot of uncertainty now about whether that coalition will be able to form the next government. And that's due to these parliamentary rules that were introduced in 2017. And that allows 250 members of the military appointed Senate to vote on who will become the Prime Minister. Uh, So those parties don't have enough combined votes to outvote those senators. And keep in mind that that Senate was appointed by Prayut Chanocha, the Prime Minister. So I have a feeling who all those senators might support. After the 2019 election, Prayot won all of the senators' votes. Yeah, and look, we'll have to see exactly how it all pans out, but Mm. there are intense political negotiations that lie ahead. And given the result, we're already seeing Thais say that they fear that the military and its backers will try and block the winning parties from taking office. Mm. Uh, Analysts say that a military coup is unlikely, uh, but it's possible that there could even be a court ruling that disqualifies move forward uh, on a technicality. So, we'll just have to see. And that has happened in the past, disqualification for other parties that have done well in securing popular support, but who aren't aligned to the military. Yeah, but Move Forward is optimistic. They say that Thailand perhaps won't allow the government to ignore the election results. Now, the next thing happening in this story is a parliamentary vote happening on the 28th of May to decide who leads the government, who forms the government. So we will find out soon whether Move Forward's optimism is warranted. This one isn't going away anytime soon, Claire, so it's a good one to be across. And that's your shortcut to the Thai election. Later this week, we'll have a shortcut on the conflict in Sudan. So put that on your listening schedule. Thanks for listening. Until next time. 